With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom up, America, Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every single day from sunny Southern California. Welcome in. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, it's the way the tire buying should be. Dan Byers here. John Ramos is here. Jason Stewart is here. Um, boy, we got a lot to get to. You know, look, if I were to do headlines uh, on the NFL, and I, I know what I want to start with, and we'll get to it in one second, but if I were to do headlines in the NFL, okay? If I were to do headlines, at least one of them would have to be, I'm stunned by the Rams. Right, Ramos, congratulations to you. I mean, I, I, that just, I know that the Rams, Seahawks, when the Rams have been good, the Seahawks have been competitive in those matchups and vice versa. But I, I would also tell you that, um, that that's got to be one of the five most surprising or maybe two or three most surprising final scores or outcomes. Uh, obviously, Tyreek Hill had himself a day. Uh, we can curse the name of J.C. Jackson to those of us who are Charger fans. But, I, I mean, the, the, the level of complete and thorough dominance by one guy in a football game, uh, that was incredible. Um, I, I will say the final score not reflective. Mac Jones outplayed Jalen Hurts yesterday. We can get into some of that. That was a surprising game. Um, surprising game, nonetheless. But the the game that... 
was not competitive, was not compelling, was simply stunning in how lopsided it was. I can't recall a whooping when two teams are healthy and two teams coming off playoff runs like what we saw between the Giants and the Cowboys. I mean, that was a complete and utter annihilation. Annihilation. Here's Brian Dayball, head coach of the Giants, summing up the loss. Defense, coaching, special teams, whatever you name it. When you get 40 to nothing, there's a, there's a lot of blame to go around, and I'll take, the, I'll take the head of it. Last year, I'm not worried about. This year, I mean, we had issues with every area we could have issues with tonight. Every area we could have issues with tonight. Here's Daniel Jones' quarterback, clearly frustrated. We're certainly frustrated and extremely disappointed with how we performed tonight, and, and uh, I know I certainly am with myself, so a lot to work on and clean up. We're going to be critical of ourselves and you know, look, to, look to correct it and, and uh, get back on the right page. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's Mike McCarthy, head coach of the Cowboys, who's calling plays in the offense, like what he saw. You can see the way the, the game started there early, you know, after their first drive. You know, the, the ball, protecting the football was going to be a big challenge tonight. And, um, and I thought Dak and the offense did a, did a really nice job of that. No question about it. Protecting the football. They didn't, the offense didn't have to do much. They were crisp. They were efficient. They showed they could run it. They could throw it. Dak had command. But the Giants' offensive line was a joke. It was so bad. And they looked completely, uh, they, they got pa- the pants. Is it the pants or just pants? I always call it said pants, but I guess the pants would actually be the correct term. Look at the final scores of yesterday's games. And I guess San Francisco and Pittsburgh was surprising. Uh, Miami, considering how, how they were beaten last year by the Chargers, surprising. Uh, people have been talking up Atlanta. Baltimore beating Houston, not a surprise. I think Cleveland and um, the Rams, those are the two most surprising wins. Right? Most surprising wins. But the most thorough and complete and utter domination. And San Francisco was, was dominant, but San Francisco is also a team that we have great expectations of. And maybe that's the story. Maybe that's the story that we're missing is that Uh, In this year where we walked in assuming that the AFC was so far better than the NFC, granted, it's a limited sample size, and Pittsburgh wasn't a playoff team last year, but the two teams that looked the best, it's only week one of an 18-week season, were the Niners and the Cowboys. That was big boy football played against JV football. Playing against JV football. Uh, let's go around uh, the room a little bit because I I just listen. I rarely put losses on one guy, but JC Jackson cost the Chargers the game. There's just no right. Forget about the fact that he got cooked, earning the nickname "Just Cooked Jackson." But the penalty at the end of the first half, which gave the Dolphins a field goal. That's three points. That would have been the difference. Plus, he had an interception in the second half, and he ran it out to the six-yard line, which ended up giving the Dolphins back incredible field position. That's on J.C. Jackson. And then he got just cooked because 
you know, he he basically gave Tyreek Hill free release when he was up at the line of scrimmage to jam him. Just a, a awful performance by one guy. On the other hand, Tyreek Hill essentially won them. They won the the Dolphins the game. We all have our teams. Um, if you don't know, Ramos is our resident Rams fan. Uh, Jay Stu and I are the Charger fans. And Bayer is a Seahawk fan. So only Ramos is happy today. And this was supposed to be the year that we would laugh at Ramos. Is that is that accurate, John? Uh, I wouldn't use laugh at me. But I mean, the, yeah, I guess if, of all the teams... Uh, that would be the team that I guess people would think would be the worst. And again, like I've heard in about a thousand radio shows today, it's just week one, you know. So, I mean, you know, but the Rams did, uh, they came out ready to play, which I was shocked. They were, they were focused. That's one of the, my key words when I coach any sports to any players is always the, fo- the word focus. Like you must remain focused for an entire game. And the Rams looked extremely focused from the kickoff to the end of the game. Uh, all right, Jay Stu, you want to commiserate on this thing? I mean, it's just not a fun experience. Not a fun experience to be a Charger fan. I was actually hoping, since you were on the game, that you could get uh, Dan's take on the Seahawks losing, but we'll wait for that. We'll tease that. My my take on the Chargers' loss is different than yours. Um, this is probably where we're going to butt heads all season. I blame the decision makers. I blame the fact that Brandon Staley still has a job uh, on the front office. You can blame J.C. Jackson and how much money we gave to J.C. Jackson on the front office. Um, I said after that collapse at Jacksonville last year that Brandon Staley deserved to lose his job, and this is such an important season for the Chargers. Herbert's on his, his, the final year of his rookie deal. Eckler's probably out. Um, no team has spent more money on the defense than the Chargers in this season. I read that somewhere, which means changes are coming. So this is such an important season to have a leader that we could believe in at the helm. And I just don't think Brandon Staley's that guy. So I'm going to, I'm going to probably hit this court all season long, Doug. Listen, I mean, if you're a defensive coach and you know, they did hire a new defensive coordinator, but we know he's intricately involved and they looked awful defensively. Uh, for the most part in that game, they couldn't get a stop. It was embarrassing. And I, I, I don't have any sort of pushback on it. None. Literally none. There is no amount that I could push back. Uh, uh, no amount that I could push back on you regarding that. Zero. Absolutely zero. Um, okay. What, what about you there, uh, um, Dan Byer? You want to commiserate with us? I mean, a disappointing performance. The, the Seahawks, who were the surprise team of the NFL last year, were surprisingly inept yesterday at home. Yeah, it was it was a bit of a surprise. I think people felt that the Seahawks were going to take a, a step forward, and it felt like they took a step backwards. It was also how it was done. I think they had three yards in the second half. Three yards. Three yards in the second half. Total? <laughs> yes. That, that's... the. the and there, there are varying numbers. You know, sometimes you'll get to take away the penalties. They actually had negative net yardage in the second half. It was, it was awful. But then you look at what the Rams were able to do, and the Rams and Seahawks have always had this unique relationship. Where really, if you look over the past decade, even when Jeff Fisher was there, the Rams would not only play the Seahawks tough, but sometimes they had their number. And what I just find so interesting about this is. 
even without Cooper Cup and the pieces that the Rams don't have anymore, there seems to be something that Sean McVay has and knows. And the Seahawks offensive coordinator Shane Waldron came over from the Rams a few years ago. And to be able to, it, it just feels like McVay knows more, that they know more on how to stop Seattle for whatever reason. But most recently, it's just as like, how do you only get three yards? How, it just is, it just blows my mind. And then to see how the Rams just attacked the Seahawks offensively, middle of the field, middle of the field, very, very frustrating. It would probably would have been worse too if the Rams could have made a couple of long field goals. So the score was indicative of of the game that played out. I still can't recall a whooping like that in a game like that. Like we've had games that were lopsided in the NFL, but usually not first week of the season with two teams coming out the playoffs and no one no one's missing. Right? No one's missing. It just feels so weird to have the Giants get so badly beaten, doesn't it? I I think the 49ers domination was more telling like the the Giants you guys talked about being ready to play. The Giants didn't look like they were ready to play. Miscues, turnovers, they just seemed like an absolute mess. The Steelers I think were just manhandled. And that's like the crazy thing about it. And to John's point about it's only week 1 and and I know like what he's what he's saying with that. There is there is the question of like all right can you keep this up over eighteen weeks because it is such a long season, but my goodness if the 49ers come out like that, you know against that team they're going to be some bumps in the road but I don't even know what their dip could be because they just completely dominated what we thought was also going to be a physical Steelers team and a new offense with Kenny Pickett and it was just no contest no contest at all no contest now it should be pointed out that. The um, the Niners' entire offseason was we would have gone to the Super Bowl if we had a quarterback. And the Niners, I've said this before, and I, I think, you know, like with fantasy football, obviously you have to do skill position players on offense. And then, you know, so I would, I would go, if you go through the Niners, I mean, Trent Williams, I don't know where he ranks in terms of the absolute top of the craft because of his age, but he's in the discussion of one of the top five left tackles in the game, right? You, you go through Christian McCaffrey's arguably the best running back in football. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. Debo Samuel as a hybrid player is as good as anybody. If Ayuk's their number two wide receiver, that's as good a number two wide receiver as you're going to find in the league. Um, Kittle is, he's not the best pass catcher and he's not the best blocker, but he's probably the best combo of the two of the pass catchers, right? Of the, of the pass catching tight ends. Like Kelsey doesn't block anybody. Kittle can block. Maybe he's not, he's not Kelsey as receiver. And then on defense, Bosa, Fred Warner and others, like they're just stacked. But the point would probably be, and I don't know if you, you, I don't know if you guys think I'm wrong. If you watch that game, um, Kenny Pickett. Looked overwhelmed. Looked overwhelmed. And Najee Harris, I don't know if he's I that one does not that dog does not feel like it'll hunt. So I would agree that that was I thought Pittsburgh was gonna win that game at home. Everybody talked about Pittsburgh. Man, they fixed the offensive line and they got manhandled. Manhandled. Yes, John Ramos. You know what I thought another interesting point was yesterday that I heard a lot of was 
about the preseason. You know how a lot of the Rams were one of the very first teams to not play any of their starters in the preseason. And I heard a lot of the games yesterday where people were like, well, you know, Burrow doesn't look very good. He didn't play much in his preseason. He was kind of injured. I think I think uh, Jalen Hurts didn't play. A lot of these guys, they look they the, the consensus was they looked rusty, which was interesting because Matthew Stafford looked the opposite. He looked extremely on target and ready to go. So I'm not sure how that falls with the whole sitting out your players during preseason because a lot of the players, the excuse was they looked rusty. And yet one of the players, or maybe more than that, but the game I watched was obviously the Rams. Matthew Stafford looked extremely uh, ready to go, even though he sat out every game of the preseason. Um, I, yeah, he looked sharp. Jalen Hurts did not look sharp, and he sat out all the preseason. Of course, they talked about that after the game. Um, look, Tua threw some duds. He threw a pick. He had a bad fumble. He did. Th- he threw some incredible passes to Tyreek Hill. But, man, their ability to get Tyreek Hill open, I mean, those are the ones that kind of jumped out at me. I watched every snap of that game. That was well, – I mean, the Chargers couldn't get a stop. Couldn't get a stop. And when they did, and when they had opportunities, they just didn't take advantage. It was that, – that was something. So that's kind of your – we didn't even talk about Cleveland just demolishing. I would say, Dan, Dan could I – could I throw in Cleveland demolishing Cincinnati along those lines of of the yeah, level of surprise? I I, the, it rained for a good portion of the first half that I thought was – it's funny because George Reister and I do the Sunday show during the late games, and that was his pick. I had the Niners and Steelers. This was obviously before Cowboys Giants was even played. But, uh, you know, like of our surprises, he went with the Browns, Bengals. I went with the Niners, Steelers. What a day. And And here's how good it was, how big the NFL is. Okay, the Mel Tucker story is bizarre and gigantic. And on the football field, prime in Colorado 2-0. And then you have Texas beating Alabama. And like no one, there's just no space to talk about it because the NFL was so good, so big, so interesting yesterday. Right, we'll try and get as much of it in as we can. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six. 
the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code DUG, only on DraftKings. Pick 6, the crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Um, I believe it's time to introduce a little love and hate, is it not? Yeah, I think it is. Um, And the idea behind it, there we go. And we're having, there you go. We were having, we're we're having what's the the computer deal, like the the gremlins in the computer there, there, Ramos, because I'm I'm hearing, I know we usually play the rejoin music. I just, I know it's not you. He's a master of the ones and twos. JC, you want to explain the love and hate? (laughs) yeah i I did want to kind of dive deeper into the gremlins in the in the system but no um so this is kind of what i want to do and i want to do it every monday if it feels good yeah uh i had john put together a couple uh music beds here simple concept we're going to go around the room i need one thing that you loved from the sports weekend doesn't have to be nfl anything that you love from the sports weekend and then to turn it around and go 180, we're going to do one thing we hated from the sports weekend. Mm. Now it's and it just, it comes it you know it becomes a conversation. You know, feel free to have healthy banter about each submission. You know that there doesn't have to be just a list and then we move on. It's a, you know I I I, pr- I really want conversation on this one. Um, can we start off with love, John? This is a this is a song by the Beatles, written by John Lennon and Paul McCartney, featured on the movie um, Love Actually. By the way, oh really? Great yeah. movie. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, I'm gonna start off with something very appropriate. Jordan Love. I loved seeing Jordan Love perform like he did yesterday. And it kind of took some of the wind out of the sail of uh, of Aaron Rodgers saying that he owned Chicago, when in fact I think we could just say collectively that the Packers own the Bears in Chicago, 
there were a lot of doubt about this guy. Nobody really knew what he was going to do. And uh, I think he delivered in Chicago yesterday. And I loved that. I loved seeing it. It was, it was very positive. You know what I mean? I thought it was amazing. I, 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 yeah, you you did steal that one from me, or you didn't steal it. Really? But, oh no. Yeah, I, 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 I thought Jordan Love was awesome. I was what a great story, especially you know guys like Adam Shine who, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll make sure I say this. People I know who know Adam Shine as a guy really like him, but I mean the hack job he did of Jordan Love when. He doesn't evaluate football. He didn't coach football. He doesn't know football. He hasn't been to Green Bay. He hadn't seen Jordan Love play. And to say he's not a good football player, right? Like, what? Like, what are we doing here? You know? So I love that he just stuck it right to him. I just, I really do. Um, anyway, I, I I love that. Sorry, you guys go around the room. You yeah. want, you want, go, just some clarification. Do all of our things with love have to involve someone with the last name of Love? Oh, just yes. Jason, I just am curious. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to quickly come up with the next person. There was a player at Duke that was Obama's buddy. What was his name? Yes. Uh, is it Reggie? Uh, Reggie, uh, Reggie Love, who's actually uh, President Obama's like right-hand guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. But I think we run out at that point. <laughs> uh, did you guys it. see what Kevin Love did this oh, weekend? No. Oh, uh, uh, what do you got there, Dan Beyer? I actually have a combo. Ooh. Okay. It's a combo Parlay. of love and hate. So I don't know if we have a bed for hate already. Oh, okay. All right. I'll give you the love first. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. You know what I loved? That Alabama lost. All right. Uh, yes, to, to see the Crimson Tide fall, you know, at this point early in the season, now there's like no uh, real safety net. Uh, and you want to know what I hated about it? Is that it was Texas that beat them. So you have two arrogant fan bases. <laughs> now, like it was almost like a no win situation, or you could say I can't lose because somebody was going to lose. But even though you had Alabama losing on Saturday, now you have this Texas fan base. And honestly, if you look at the way that the leagues are are set up, it probably would have been better for anybody of a fan of another school in another conference to have Alabama win, because maybe they would more likely um, be dealt a loss at some point in their conference, where now you start to look at Texas, and you can really see a path for them to get to the uh, college football playoff through the Big 12. Ramos, you want to get with what you love? This might be interesting to you guys since I'm not a 49ers fan, and it's not really the 49ers, but I love the fact that Jimmy G went out there and just, again, like this guy's been, last year he had, they told him he wasn't going to play. He actually didn't say anything bad. He, he did his job. He continued to work hard. They sent him to, to, to the Raiders, and he still goes out there and does Jimmy G things, which is win. He's just a consummate professional. He just goes out there and plays football. He doesn't let anything affect him, and I love that about Jimmy G. Um, okay, I'll give you something I, I love. Uh, how do you say Puka's last name? Nakua. Puka Nakua was awesome yesterday. I mean, remember, this is a Rams team that you know, Cooper Cup is in any conversation the best wide receiver in the league. And by the way, Van Jefferson dropped. I, I don't know what he was trying to do. He was so wide open. <laughs> yeah, that was, was a bad like, drop. <laughs> yeah, his hands were all screwed up. You're like, dude, what? And we had Van on the show. We love him. But damn, what was that? Anyway, Puka Nakua was awesome. 
awesome yesterday. A rookie first game on the road in Seattle. Ten catches over a hundred over a hundred yards, uh, one hundred nineteen yards receiving. A huge reason why the uh, why the Rams got the win. I'm just in love with watching Pukunukua play. I All right, now we get to get you say that name. Yeah, Pukunukua. Yeah. Okay, so now let's get to the hate. Let's get to the hate. Uh, what do you hate, Jason? So you know there's a hate, lot. John? Yeah, there's a yeah. Go. You know what I can stand watching yesterday. Um, I couldn't stand, and I know, you know, we have a great new affiliate in D.C. I couldn't stand watching the Commanders win. Um, I was really hoping in the second half that the Cardinals would finish it off for two reasons. Um, I wanted to make Eric Bieniemy more of a topic today about how drab that offense looked. And I wanted to kind of use it as proof. Dan Byer was filling in for Doug Gottlieb three or four weeks ago, and I remember when um, when they had let go of McCoy and we did a show and it was almost consensus, like 10 out of 10 pundits, hosts said this means that the Cardinals are tanking. Without a shadow of a doubt, the Cardinals are tanking, they're caving for Caleb. And I wanted to like point out that in the NFL, you have professionals playing football there is no tanking. There isn't an obvious tank job. And I wanted to point out that the Cardinals were a perfect example of that, but they, they failed and the commanders finished it off, and I hated that. I hated that he stole content from this show. Does that make sense? It does. It does. All right, uh, Dan Beyer, give me something that you hated. Something else that I hated of, yes. aside from Texas. I hate that Jay Stu wanted my take to be wrong. I Literally, that just popped up five seconds ago of saying... Texas. Wanted, what's that? Texas. <laughs> Him saying that the... Uh, he wanted the Cardinals to win to prove that they aren't tanking would have uh, disproved my uh, my tank. No, I really was annoyed by Texas. That that was that like them. It was a great game, by the way. It was, and it was awesome that Alabama lost. But that was it was it was awesome that Alabama lost. It also stinks as an Ohio State fan to watch Quinn Ewers play as well as he did that game, especially because there are still questions about the Ohio State quarterback position, despite what the did to Youngstown State on Saturday. Uh, there are some serious questions, so that was that was tough to take on a Saturday in college football. Well, I, I would say this, Dan, and you tell me if I'm wrong. I mean, look, Quentin Ewers was there two years ago, right? Remember, he could have gone to high school one additional year and said he got NIL money and went to Ohio State a year early. So, I mean, he was not going to play either of the last two years. They were good at quarterback without him, well, right? Well, yeah, that's the point is if he doesn't reclassify the yeah, first then he, year that then he's he sits at, for one year, yeah. That he's at, well, the year that he's at Ohio State, he's actually a senior in high school. Then he would go to Ohio State, which would have been last year, and then this year would have been the year that he would have taken over for C.J. Stroud. Like there was a, there was a plan. Like they have a plan in order there, but because he reclassified early and went to Ohio State a year early, that allowed him to then obviously enter the draft next year if he wants to, because he'd be three years removed from from high school. But if you look at the plan and how it would have been laid out, this would have been Quinn Ewer's first year. Yeah. No, no uh, second year. Well, first year as a starter. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. Got, 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 got it. Um, I'll give you something I hate. You ready? I, sorry, Ramos, to cut in there, cut in line. No, it's okay. I, I, I got to tell you... As much as I love the Colorado story, I hate the 
completely made up story that Shador Sanders had about Matt Rule. You guys have seen this, right? I saw the noise about it, but I don't remember the initial issue. There was no initial issue. So what happened is before the game, they're all out in the field. You know, everybody's protective of this logo thing, right? Like, oh, we run our logo. So Nebraska huddled up and and, uh, Matt Rule coaching his second game at Nebraska, had his guys gather in. And after the game, Shador Sanders said, you know, you talk bad about my dad and it became personal. And, and, and Deion Sanders said, this is, this is personal. And there's no record at all of Matt rule saying anything in any way negative of Colorado or, or Deion Sanders. And then, Oh yeah, by the way, comes out today, Matt rules like, yeah, we had, we were praying on the field and we asked Shador Sanders to join us. He chose oh, not to. So like, look, like this is two weeks in a row, two weeks in a row. Last week it was Deion Sanders blowing the, the doors off expectations, winning at TCU. And instead of making it about the players and how well coached they were and even how well his son played, right? Which they played great football, especially in the offensive side of the ball. Then there was a, a point in which he devolved into, hey, people aren't ready to hear a black man talk with confidence about his team. Like, dude, four of the last five coaches at Colorado have been black. I, I don't. I understand your approach is different. But he made it about something, made it about himself, made it about, about race, instead of just about football and his style of turning around a program. And then in this one, like, look, I actually thought Nebraska – played really well defensively. They kind of figured him out. And Stuart Sanders was under a lot more pressure. Just, I mean, Nebraska was so inept at quarterback. Just embarrassingly inept. And talent-wise, Colorado had better players. Um, doesn't take away from Colorado's win, but it wasn't their, that wasn't their best football. But instead of making it about, hey, we didn't play our best and we're still 2-0. and Like, again, what, what did he say at halftime? Should have been up by more points. And making up some story about talking bad about Deion Sanders, which no one ha- like, it's just annoying, and it's just it's making what should be a great story have this negativity, which doesn't need to exist. I hate that. Remember, Doug, during the presidential debates, there I always had the the fact checker, like if President Trump or Biden, whatever, said something, they had somebody come and go, "That's not true." They need that for sports too. They need like people just say random things. Everybody goes, "Oh, wow, that sucks." Like, no, that wasn't true. Well, that's like Travis. <laughs> that's like Travis Kelsey when they won the Super Bowl. Like, no. No one thought we would right. be here. Like, like show really? us. Show us really? who said that. No one thought you'd be here? Like, okay, you may not have been the favorite. People thought this was Buffalo's year or whatever. But the idea that no one thought Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones and, I mean, no one thought? Come on, dude. <laughs> what are what are we actually doing here? You got anything you hate, Ramos? I hate the fact that the 49ers can't have a down year. I mean, they're always like they, they had like they eight had down one, years in a row. I don't, did they? Yes. They remember were, Mike Singletary? Can't do it. Uh, but they, they had still, Mike Nolan as their head coach. They were still winning though. They were still no. They weren't. No. Okay. Maybe it's just me as a Rams fan. It's, they just always seem like they're winning all the time. Anyway, it's, it's been it's been a minute. You are right. How did they give Christian Christian McCaffrey one of the best players? I know, but like the they one had of the quarter, best players. He, like here like you go. Said, they had a quarterback <laughs> making no money. Yeah, they, they were able they to had a quarterback, it. Yeah. right? They had they had Garoppolo, who was making less money than the high end quarterbacks, and they get rid of Garoppolo, and now they can absorb it. Their quarterbacks make no money. Their quarterback room makes like uh, I don't know what it, it's like six or seven million dollars. It's crazy. 
crazy how little their quarterbacks make. And it allows them to fill out their roster with studs. It's what's allowed them to absorb the Trey Lance thing. Yeah. Right? I did they, I, I did hear Michael Strahan say that they have to win now because of that, because of a lot of the money that comes up starting next season. I don't know. He, he said it during the pregame show, and I'm not sure if that was 100% correct. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't, I'm wasn't. i not following the money for the 49ers, but he did say, like, but they have to win now because of all the money stuff. So maybe you're right. Maybe the money comes into play in the next year or two where they won't be able to hold on to half these players. So Just so you know, the Niners won five games in 2015, two games in 16, six games in 17. Remember, Jim Tom Sula won two games. Okay, then they hired Shanahan. They won six games. Then they traded for Garoppolo. That's where they won some games down the stretch. But then Garoppolo got hurt, and they won four games. That's what allowed them to draft Nick Bosa and uh, Debo Samuel. Same draft. And then thirteen. But then they won six games again, um, and then ten and thirteen. So there's been there have been down years. You just don't remember them because. Three of the last four years, they've won double-digit games, and uh, they've gotten to two NFC Championship games. Anyone else see the irony of uh, John pointing out that there needs to be fact-checkers in sports, and then he he, he then says something that isn't factual about the You Niners. correct me, see? Anyone, anyone see the irony in that one? <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum and how you get the most out of select can't miss events with access to the centurion lounge resi priority notified and amex card member benefits at select events You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday? With DraftKings Sportsbook, same game parlays. You can pocket more cash when you combine multiple bets from one game. Download the app. Sign up with the code Gottlieb. 
Get a special offer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Um, got some injury news. Got some interesting stuff upcoming. <clears throat> Dan Beyer is standing by. But before we get to Dan Beyer, KJ Wright joins us. Of course, he uh, has his own podcast called KJ All Day. Won a Super Bowl with the LOB, Legion of Boom, and the Seahawks. So, uh, Beyer, of course, huge in the fandom, as we all are of KJ Wright. And he joins us now on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, let, let, let's start with this, KJ. Uh, I, you know, let's start close to home. What happened in Seattle with a Rams team that no one had any expectations of this, this year? Doug, I cannot lie. I did not see this coming. We're talking about the Los Angeles Rams. People had them 30th in power rankings. This is the rebuild year. We went all in and went our Super Bowl. Now it's time to get back on track. No Cooper Cup. And here we are, the Seattle Seahawks. Made the, Pro Bowl, made the playoffs last year. Geno Smith made the Pro Bowl. And it's time to really set the tone and put our stamp on starting this season off fast. And when I tell you, the Rams made us look silly yesterday. I was completely shocked. Matthew Stafford looked like a wizard back there in the backfield, just dissecting us left and right. Any pass he wanted to complete, he was the man with over 300 yards passing. They ran the ball well. And um, our offense, we're talking 20 minutes time of possession. Um, Geno still couldn't do much. The Pastros got after us at the end of the game, and so I was completely shocked and caught off guard. Now, we all know Sean McVay. He's had our number for the past few years, and so he's really made a statement last week or yesterday with that win that this team is going to be for real. We have our guy, Matt Stafford. He's healthy. We have Aaron Donald. So I believe they can make some noise this year. Um, okay, lots of other stuff. The Raiders go on the road and beat the Broncos. Let's start with one of the Raiders story leading into the game. Chandler Jones doesn't play yesterday. Raiders still win 17-16. What do you make of the Chandler Jones situation? Well, it's pretty clear that Chandler Jones, he wants out of there. Anytime a player misses time, misses weeks, get fined because of whatever personal reasons or personal vendetta that he has with the organization, they have a big problem over there. And so I read stuff about they called, you know, mental health on them and, and all this stuff. And so this is stemmed from last year. And so if they don't get this figured out by this week, we're either saying this guy to get released for conduct detrimental to the team or he's going to be stripped out of there. And so I hopefully this thing can get resolved because he is a dynamic football player. He is talented, but it's too much drama too early in this football season. Of course, you played with Russell early on in his career and then into part of his prime. Um, what do you think? What were your impressions of watching Russell play for Sean Payton yesterday? Well, here's the thing. Let's, let's, take it, let's take it off the field real quick. We, we can't ignore the fact that Sean Payton called out his franchise quarterback in the media. Stop kissing babies, worry about football. And so I'm telling you, Doug, I'm worried about the chemistry between these two guys. You got the play caller and you got the quarterback. These two dudes have got to gel well together on this football field. Now, when you step onto the football field, when you saw the plays that Russell Wilson did make, he scrambled, got out of the pocket, and dropped the bullet right there down the end zone. And so I love what he brought on the physical side of the football field and getting his touchdowns. You know, he came up short, didn't throw for many yards, but they still promise that Russell Woods can have a good football season. The only thing that I'm curious and, and very concerned about is that is the dynamic between those two dudes as far as getting along for 18 weeks. Yeah, it, it, it did feel like for the most part he tried to, uh, you know, he really tried to do what Sean Payton wanted him to do, but a lot of that was in the pocket. And it's just interesting yeah, to not see him running around more back there. He only ran for one yard yesterday. 
Listen, I'm telling you guys, Sean Payton, you cannot bring this 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 style of Drew Brees type of offense. This is not Russell Wilson. Thank this you. Got, thank this you. Hold got, on. Th- thank you. Like like people say, well, they're both small quarterbacks. Like they're complete opposites. No. Listen, listen. It is your job to put the team in a position to be successful. If you draw on the 40 pass plays and 40 of these pass plays have this man throwing from inside the pocket, you are tripping as a coach. You are not putting the team in position to be successful. Get this guy outside the pocket. The two touchdowns he did throw, he stood in the pocket but scrambled out and dropped two dimes right there in the red zone. Mm. K.J. Wright joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Of course, he has his own podcast. K.J. all day won a Super Bowl with the Seahawks, and he joins us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. How do you explain how badly the Cowboys beat the Giants? Listen, listen, listen. Anytime you hold a team to zero points, this is is a defense's dream. This is the most dominating thing that you can do on the football field, holding an NFL team, the best of the best, the 1% of the 1%, to zero points. And what I love about those guys, first and foremost, Dan Quinn. He's going to be a head coach next year. It's pretty obvious that this is his last year in Dallas. Hopefully they can find a way to get that man back to the Super Bowl. That's first and foremost. But when you take a phenomenal game plan and you execute it at a very high level like those guys did, you get Michael Parsons on the left side, up the middle, on the right side, rushing these guys, putting pressure on these quarterbacks. The depth that they have, seven sacks, the pick six, the the blocks on on field goal, like the sky is the limit for this Cowboys football team. And we have a dominating defense like that. The mentality that they're going to bring on the football field is like it's going to be hard as heck for you to move the football on us. That's what we did in my Legion of Boom era. Don't you even think about getting more than, than 10 points against us. It's going to make it, we're going to make life very difficult for you. So I love what Dan Queen is doing with the game plan and for his guys to execute at that very high level. That was, a, that was a beautiful sight to see. How do you explain what Tua and Tyreek Hill were able to do last yesterday to the Chargers? Well, when you look at Tua, he, he was like this last year. Tyreek Hill and Tua was the most exciting duo outside of Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins. These guys were hot flying. You could throw them a slant. You could throw them a hitch. You could throw them a go ball. Just get the ball in Tyreek's hand for at least 15 touches a game, and he can potentially go over 200 yards every single time he touches the football. When I played this dude, my eyes were alert. Where is number 10? And hopefully he does not come my way. He is that feared. He is that fast. He is that exciting. And this style of offense, they're going to just get the ball all over the field in the run game. You got Waddle on the other side. You got Hill. Cover three, cover two, man-to-man coverage. It doesn't matter what you throw at him. Throw the whole kitchen sink. Just get the ball to Tyree Seal hands, and he's going to do a lot of work. Um, help me out. What's wrong with the Bengals' offense? Nothing. Nothing. Let's, let's, let's look at it. You got Joe Burrow. Didn't practice um, all training camp. Didn't play all preseason. And what happens is uh, when you have an injury like this, it's in the back of your mind, like, will this injury hold up? Cannot, can this calf sustain for the duration of this football field? All while I have Miles Garrett screaming down my throat trying to sack me. And so for Joe Burrow, it's important for him to trust his injury. Understand that you are healthy. You can scramble. You can move. Your offensive line, they've they got to get right. But there was just 82 yards passing. He's a million times better than that. And so it's far from time to hit the panic button with Joe Burrow. He's Mr. Cool. He's going to figure this thing out. He started off slow last year as well. And so most definitely come next week and the next few weeks, 
he's going to get back on track. I'm not worried about Joe Burrow at all. Um, I, I, I look at, at the, the Niners domination and I think, well, maybe we should have seen it coming because of, I mean, you, you could point out probably six or seven guys that are in any discussion of the best at their position, right? Fred Warner yeah. and Nick Bosa and, 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 uh, Trent, Trent Williams and yeah, you go. I mean, Christian McCaffrey, all, all those dudes. But how much of it was them? How much of it was Pittsburgh not ready for that level? Listen, listen. This Niners team is for real. These dudes are stacked. These dudes are loaded at a lot of positions. They have a phenomenal play caller in, in Kyle Shanahan. They make football look really, really easy on defense. They only call a few plays. They're in quarters most of the game. Defensive ends, defensive linemen, get upfield and cause hell for the opponents on the other side of the football. On offense, we're going to run the ball 25 times a game. And what we're going to do is, off these run plays, we're going to play action. Brock Purdy, just throw it to where I tell you to throw it, and everything will be A-OK. And so this team is scary. Um, I mean, they're, they're clearly going to win the NFC West. Um, just dominate on both sides of the football. And so they're going to win the division. They're going to make a deep playoff run. And who knows? If Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt, in the playoffs last year, we're potentially talking about the Super Bowl champions of the world. I I, I agree. K.J. Wright, former Pro Bowl linebacker, won a Super Bowl championship with the LOB. Of course, hosts his own podcast, K.J. All Day. K, K, K.J., mm-hmm. give, me, give me a little sense of the podcast. Is it all Seahawks talk? What, what, do, you, what do you emphasize in it? Oh, no. So, we laid – so, first of all, this is our 10-year reunion, so we're going to celebrate here in about two weeks when the Seahawks play the Carolina Panthers. So, all the guys are coming in, and so – I want to capture our story, first and foremost, my guys, the Seahawks legends, for the Seahawks fans. But it's football time, and so we're going to all four corners of the country. We're going to New York, Miami, West Coast, East Coast, and so we're going to cover everything. And so check it out. We'll give it to you real and raw. KJ All Day, we dropped this morning. You can check us out on YouTube. KJ, you're the best, man. Uh, make sure you ask yes, Richard sir. Sherman. Again, guys, give Richard Sherman the business. Now he's working with Skip Bayless, right? He said he never would. Now, now, now. <laughs> look at him. Yeah, now, now look, look at, at him. him. KJ, never thanks for joining us, bro. Th- Always a pleasure. It. Thank you, Doug. All right, this show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Can I, can I point something out, which is it's utterly and completely ridiculous what media people do. Okay, uh, Byer, you, you, I know you watch all the games. You saw how good Jalen Carter was yesterday for the Eagles, right? The, the first-round draft pick defensive lineman, right? Just dominant in, in the game. Yes. And, and you're hearing somebody, I can't believe he fell that far in the draft. Like, what are you, talk, what are you even talking about? Like, the, the disingenuous nature to people, like, he fell in the draft because of nothing having to do with on the field, <laughs> you know, zero, no one, no one disputed the talent. You just had people that were one, you had some quarter teams that needed to take quarterback and two other teams that might've had him in terms of talent, but there's an other element to it that caused people to be like, Ooh, I don't know. But just this like disingenuous, like I can't believe you fell that far. Most ta- like no one ever said he wasn't talented. Watch the and the draft shows like they kind of tiptoe around it. But like, do you think he wouldn't have gone earlier in the draft? One positionally, but two, if it wasn't for some off the field baggage. Hundred percent, hundred percent. 
I'm in lockstep. It's also as well because they're like, Howie Roseman does it again. Yeah. And I'll give Howie Roseman credit for having the Eagles have another first round pick for the trades you know, that they made to be able to pick at the spot that they did. But you bring him into that environment, if the Eagles aren't picking at nine, I don't know if he lasts until 15, Doug. Well, it's a, yeah, yeah, but but it's all, go. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say like so. There's also that aspect of it where it's it's like there were probably other teams that would have been after the Eagles that also maybe would have passed on Jalen Carter, but the Eagles, in terms of what they have structure wise, feel like he could fit into their locker room with the veterans. But some of those teams that are picking on the top. There, there's, there's nobody there to guide Jalen Carter along in his that, that, early that, parts of his career, right? Or you have a general manager that, if some like Howie Roseman's secure, he's already lost. He lost that job and got it back, and yeah. he's won a Super Bowl and gotten him back to you know, then gotten back to another Super Bowl, right? So he's good. He can take that chance. There's lots of GMs that can't take that chance. You know, they just can't. I mean, you know, the Patriots have tried to not take chances. Uh, on off the field stuff for the most part, anyway. But after the Aaron Hernandez, like they can't take a chance. You know, every every team is different. But but like I'm not being critical. I don't know Jalen Carter as a person, but I can tell you that it was it wasn't speculation. It was widely known there were red flags out the football field, and he's an immensely talented football player. And everyone knows kind of that's the deal, and you keep an eye on it. But like, let's not act like that wasn't a real thing. That's not part of the draft evaluation process. I just, it's so, it's so tired, but I can't believe he fell that far. Like, yeah, you can. If you did the draft, you make a phone call, people will tell you what they, what they wonder what the deal is and how somewhat, like, we still don't know how, what does a player react to when they get that second contract, you know, or when they get the adulation. I mean, Kevin Porter Jr. thing is the perfect example. I can't believe Kevin Porter Jr. has bounced from one team to the next, and I, I can't believe that he went so far down in the draft. Like No one's ever had a problem with Kevin Porter Jr. talent-wise. That dude is an incredible talent. But another incident, arrested in New York, spout, you know, domestic, uh, domestic battery, and by the way, his girlfriend plays in the WNBA. Like, dude, this is why people are hesitant. It's not all about can you put the ball in the hoop or can you sack the quarterback. You got to balance out. Like it can embarrass an entire franchise if something goes wrong, and it doesn't mean it will. But that's part of the. Uh, do I take this guy who might not be as good, but man, he's going to be in every night at ten and up every morning at six. It's a hard one. You can't stand the disingenuous nature of the people going like, well, I can't believe you went so low. Like, yeah, you can. He's not a quarterback. And he had off-the-field red flags, which caused some to go, ooh, I don't know. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.